pops into your mind when I mention shows like MTV's Are You The One, Love Island, Love Is Blind, Too Hot To Handle, The Bachelor? I have a confession to make. I've never watched The Bachelor. Shows like The Bachelor have become a part of pop culture that if I see a parody, I'll immediately say that that's from The Bachelor. But that doesn't mean I'm not guilty of watching trash TV. I mean, sometimes you just want to switch off and not really have to think about what you're watching. But have you noticed on many of these dating reality shows, many, if not all, of the contestants look the same? Have the same body type? Guess what, friends? We're back and we're going to dive deep into reality dating shows with an article entitled, Dear Dating Reality Show, Fat People Fuck Too. Are you ready? Welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. If you're new to Beauty Unlocked, I'm Carissa, host of this circus. Welcome, friends. If you've been a long-time listener, you know all about the shenanigans and utter fuckery that is Beauty Unlocked. <laughs> Are you ready? Welcome, friends, to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked. I'm Carissa. It's been far too long, and I've missed you. The burning question is, have you missed me? You're probably thinking, the fuck no, but I'm going to be cocky and say that you have missed me. I feel it deep, deep in my bones. So as you know, I've been away for a while, but I definitely needed the time off. So last year... As we know, it was a pretty crazy year, and we had some amazing guests, such as the brilliant Althea Branton and Walid Shah, who came to share their wisdom, and of course, the love of my life, don't tell her, the daughter of Lilith, she graced us with her presence. And then, of course, we had our October episode, episodes, I can't speak, but, <laughs> but there's nothing new there. <laughs> Oh, we had our October episodes, wow, Carissa, and our steamy December episodes. And after all of that, I just needed a break. And here we are. Before we get into the article that I mentioned in the intro, I, I mean, it wouldn't be Beauty Unlocked unless there was a rant and rave. And I'm about to get into one. We're not even two minutes into this show and I'm ready to rant and rave, but I have to get it off my chest. So buckle up. I don't know about you, but I am so sick and tired of waking up in the morning only to hear news about death, illnesses, utter destruction of this planet, injustice, and war. I want to say, <laughs> and I'm sorry to my listeners from these states, but fuck you, Texas, and fuck you, Florida. I know I have tons of listeners from those two states, but I'm sorry. I just, I cannot, I cannot for the life of me deal with it. So fuck you, Texas, and fuck you, Florida. And you know what? Fuck you, Putin. Oh my God. As Thomas the Villain Bishop put it, we are tired of the shit coming from mediocre white men. Y'all are suffering from flaccid white 
cock energy and the world is tired of your bullshit, your shenanigans, and your utter fuckery. It actually baffles me that the world is run by these types of motherfuckers. But then not much has changed because we have always been run by mediocre white men. It's absolutely astounding how these motherfuckers can even look at themselves in the fucking mirror. Shame on you. Shame on all of you. Not that it changes anything, but fuck you all. Seriously, fuck you all. End of rant. I had to get that off my chest, off these big titties. I'm sorry. I just had to. Oh, by the way, to all my new listeners, welcome, friends. <laughs> all right, so now we're going to get into the article. Just a little backstory, though. As you all know, <laughs> I follow Insta pages that educate, uplift, and bring value to my life. I don't follow pages that make me question my sanity because, while well, the world does that enough, or make me feel like overall shit about my mind and my looks. So this episode is thanks to the Unplugged Collective um, on Instagram. It's a support platform and community for people healing their relationship with their bodies. So if you have Instagram, I encourage you to follow them. Um, I'll also add the Insta handles of other Black content creators that I follow, and they range from authors, nutritionists, coaches, social justice advocates, and more. I'll be adding that into the show notes, show notes, so if you have Instagram, give them a follow. I think a lot of them also have Facebook pages or groups. I'm not too sure, but you can give them a follow because their content is really chef's kiss. So the article that I mentioned in the intro um, is from thedailybeast.com. And as I said, it's entitled Dear Reality Dating Shows, Fat People Fuck Too. And it was written by Laura Bradley and published on July the 29th of last year. And it begins, dating shows like The Bachelor have long been accused of feeling stale and out of touch. But even so-called innovators of the genre refuse to abandon its worst flaw. Now, there's a lot wrong with reality dating shows. Um, but here we're going to talk about a specific problem. And this is that there is no body diversity within these reality dating shows. So let's get into it. So Laura writes... As a trash TV connoisseur, I have to say there's never been a better time to love reality dating shows. The Bachelor might be in a bit of a tailspin, but over the past couple of years, several series have taken the genre in fun, fascinating, often inventively vapid directions. Vapid? Vapid? I'm going with vapid. I don't know. Netflix's Dating Around ushered in a lower-key approach in 2019, the same year that MTV debuted a deliciously messy, loud, and completely queer season of its long-running show, Are You the One? And HBO Max just launched F-Boy Island. What the fuck? F-Boy Island? A deliciously shallow... <laughs> Aren't they all? But anyway, a deliciously shallow Bachelor in, in Paradise Love Island mashup from former Bach producer Elan Gale. But each new twist on this old formula highlights the one pernicious flaw everyone still refuses to touch. 
In their pursuit of freshness, producers will strand horny influencers on a remote island and challenge them not to have sex with one another for 30 days. Oh my, as if that's so difficult. But anyway, they will dress models up in full prosthetics and send them on blind dates as demons and dolphins. And they will force them to get engaged without ever seeing one another. But they still won't let anyone above a size 2 fall in love on screen. As of 2016, the average American woman is between a size 16 and 18, both of which are nonetheless considered plus-sized. America's cult of thinness is apparently powerful enough to make us forget basic statistical comprehension. Reality dating shows, meanwhile, remain glorified advertisements for the diet industry. Yes, they do. Influencers have become a go-to casting pool. They often go on to parlay their TV fame into spawn con deals for products like laxative detox teas. Mmm, sounds fucking delicious. No, actually it doesn't. I was being really sarcastic there. Please don't try detox. Just don't buy the laxative detox teas. Really don't. Reality producer Mike Darnell once acknowledged that the average reality contestant is around a size 2. Really not a big shocker right there because obviously when we're watching these shows, we can clearly see that these people have the same body type. This fixation on slender bodies can be easy to dismiss. Reality fans know better than anyone that realism is rarely those shows' actual goals. But the continued lack of interest in people who actually look like the general population perpetuates the discrimination fat people face every day while dating, at the doctor's office, and pretty much everywhere else. The writer says, as a cusped-sized woman, I use the term fat in this piece as a neutral descriptor in light of its reclamation by the community itself. In the nearly two decades The Bachelor has been on air, only one plus-sized, and this is in air quotes, contestants has ever appeared, and she went home on night one. Bo Stanley, a former pro surfer and plus-size model, battled for Prince Farming, Chris Soule's heart, in 2015, but did not receive a rose. Apart from their introduction, The Bachelor included only one moment between Stanley and Soule's, when he told her that his farm produces high-quality pork and beef, and she replied, Oh shoot, I would love to try that out. I'm a plus-sized model, so I've got to keep up my curves. The episode didn't bother to include Stanley's exit. It's not surprising that The Bachelor, a franchise that has never excelled at diversity, would include only an athletic plus-sized model who really appears to fall into a nebulous in-between category called cusp-sized, or that she went home on night one. But even dating shows that claim to be about personality seem allergic to anyone whose body might actually resemble the average audience member. Love is Blind, Netflix's explosive phone booth-based dating show, went viral when it premiered last February. But critics observed that its purported goal seemed like a farce, given that everyone on the show was conventionally attractive. And once again, not just straight-sized, but generally thin. This social experiment was never an experiment at all, because the series already knew the answer to its own question— an answer programs like these routinely create by refusing to acknowledge that, yes, fat people can be hot, fall in love, and be horny and messy, too. 
When Too Hot to Handle debuted last spring, it was therefore no surprise to find that all of the hotties seemed to share the same build, slender and toned. God, this is boring. It's the truth, though. You keep on seeing the same thing, the same thing. Where is the variety? Where is the diversity? Anyway, I'm not going to even start. One contestant's description of his type, in air quotes, during the premiere could have doubled as the show's credo. I like model-looking girls, he said. Skinny. How fucking charming. But the absurdity peaked with Netflix's newly released Sexy Beasts. I've never watched this, but anyway. Which dares to put conventional hotties in furry costumes to finally answer the question, could you fall in love with someone based on personality alone? Never mind that the first subject is a literal model, and that everyone who comes afterward satisfies all the same norms. One might fairly wonder how well such methods could ever test Sexy Beast's purported hypothesis, but once again, that would require believing that the premise is sincere to begin with. Reality TV as a genre has made a lot of money by stigmatizing fat people. The Biggest Loser, which debuted on NBC and still airs new episodes on the Peacock-owned USA, encourages viewers to gawk as contestants adopt punishing and legitimately dangerous health regimes that have left contestants with long-term health issues. And TLC has essentially built a cottage industry of these shows with programs including The 650-Pound Virgin and Honey, We're Killing the Kids. What the fuck is this? Oh my good. Who comes up with these titles? Anyway, you know what? Okay, I'm not going to even, never mind. <clears throat> Reality television might not be a bastion of empathy, but just as black contestants' absence from The Bachelor reflects a systemic issue, the constant erasure of fat people in reality dating speaks to another prejudice. America's hatred of fat people is ingrained in every aspect of our daily life. Fat jokes still permeate our media. Airlines still refuse to make seats big enough for all passengers. And retailers still work overtime to make finding decent clothing, even for average-sized bodies, impossible. Fat people have been found to earn less money on average, and doctors' dismissive attitudes towards patients deemed overweight is also well-documented. And then there are people who have the audacity to say that weight stigma or fat phobia does not exist. I cannot, I ca oh my goodness, I cannot deal with people who actually are so ignorant, yet they have such audacity to open their mouths to spew such ignorance. I'm just like, what do you mean that weight stigma or fat phobia doesn't exist? Like, it's an everyday thing. <laughs> like, what? It's okay, Carissa. I swear, sometimes I'm telling you, people, like, they make my blood pressure go up. I swear to you. Having any interaction with people or reading comments that people leave, like, it makes my blood pressure rise. And I'm like, I have, I, 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 I have no hope sometimes for humanity. But curvy contestants' absence from the reality dating scene might be a mercy compared to watching them navigate these shallow, often exploitative environments. It's hard to imagine any scenario in which fat shaming does not follow, and there's already plenty of that to go around in entertainment. 
and as we've seen before, shows created specifically to highlight fat people's love lives reliably offend more than they illuminate. Consider, for instance, and I've never heard of this show, Fox's More to Love, which premiered in 2017. The show's original title? The Fatchler. What the fuck? Although the women on the show were all beautiful, fat activist Marianne Kirby noted in a review for the Daily Beast, the show also made a cruel joke of their size, with frequent, lingering, close-up shots of food. <clears throat> Does every fat woman have a story about the date invite that was actually a humiliating joke? What about the one where the fat girl strikes up a conversation with a cute guy at the bar? And he asks for her thin friend's phone number. I try to remember that meeting a good partner is a challenge for everyone, but it's hard in the face of these stories not to feel like the show's producers are conflating fat women with pathetic, sad women and leaving it at that, Kirby wrote. In 2019, TLC released a trailer for Hot and Heavy, okay, a reality program centered on mixed-weight couples. In all three couples, it was the women who were, oh, sorry, it was the women who were plus-sized. Viewers were not amused and called for the series to be canceled before it aired in 2020. The three episodes premiered in January, anyway. To really subvert these failures, fat people need to be in the driver's seat, behind the camera, and in front. We don't need The Fatchler. We need even just one dating show that treats size like the non-issue. It is... We need even just one project that acknowledges that fat people are hot, go on dates, and have sex. And not awkward, timid sex either. Instead of folding a plus-size model or two into The Bachelor as competitors, we need to see a diverse cast vying for their affection. Until we do, the only thing these social experiments prove is how much a large swath of this country hates itself. Now we have come to the end of the article... But I was actually thinking this whole time, of all the dating shows or reality dating shows I've watched, it's true, there is a lack of diversity. And these dating shows need to do a better job when casting um, for these shows. So in, in this case, we were talking about a lack of size diversity, but we need more shows that include contestants of, yes, different sizes, sexualities, people with disabilities, and more. We do need more representation, and we need to see people who have acne or stretch marks or scars. We need to see people that look like us. The people we see on reality dating shows presently do not represent the majority of people, not only in the United States, but around the world. And talking about dating shows, um, my soul sister and patron of Beauty Unlocked, Charity, I know you're listening. <laughs> um, she brought to my attention another type of dating show from the UK called Naked Attraction. So if you haven't heard of it, please check it out. It's called Naked Attraction. Um, you can find episodes on YouTube, but I'll also put the name in the show notes. And let me know what you think of this specific dating show. It's called Naked Attraction, and you should be 18 and over to watch it. Just, just to let you know that you must be 18 plus. 
With all that being said, um, I will link all the articles. I found some extra articles that I found really interesting um, regarding really not only the lack of size representation, but other types of representation that I also uh, mentioned before in um, dating shows. So I will put them up on the Facebook page um, and I'll link them in the show notes so that you can check them out yourselves. Um, I hope you also, it was on Tuesday that Beauty Unlocked turned two. <laughs> I can't believe it, but I released a special birthday episode. Check it out if you haven't already. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think of this episode. And as always, I hope you have a wonderful, safe, and blessed weekend. And you will hear from me very, very soon. Bye. Make it clap, 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 cl